All right, everybody, I have to do this. I felt like I wasn't going to have to do this. I thought maybe it would just be over. I wouldn't have to talk about it. But here I am now having to talk about it. But if I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to do it 100% the right way. Okay? Welcome into the rant, everybody. We're going right into it. Again, thanks a lot for listening. Thanks a lot to the new listeners who have joined in via the jagoffsports.com Um becoming a member of the Jagoff Sports Media. Let me tell you guys, this episode is going to be 100% about everything that's transpiring between Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. I don't care. But I'm tired of hearing the stupid bullshit arguments that are on Twitter. I'm tired of hearing how people in this country just continue to do the same thing, which is the cancel culture, which is basically going against everything that this nation, that media stands for, okay? If you're going to be a journalist, you can't be impartial. You can't be stoking the fire, okay? And that's what the media has done with this whole entire thing. And we're going to go step by step through this. Okay, I've timelined all the events. I watched the Miles Garrett interview. Okay, there's a lot of people that aren't watching the interview. I went on YouTube, typed in the Miles Garrett interview on the ESPN page. It only has 9,000 views. So obviously not a lot of people have, are really watching it. They're just taking whatever the media is throwing at them and not even you know following the chain of evidence. So I'm literally going to do all that for you. All you have to do is sit down and listen. And by the end of this, you will be a thousand times more educated. Okay? And it, that's just the way it is. And some of you are going to be like, well, you're biased because you're a Steelers fan. No, I'm not biased because what's happening is utterly ludicrous and stupid. And somehow in today's day and age in America, we fall through this trap of this cancel culture and that it's a he said, she said fight. And all of a sudden, evidence just gets thrown out the window. And, and it's absolutely ludicrous that we are living in a society that is, that is falling apart, basically, because we have rules set in place, Okay. There is a, literally in this country, any law you break, anything you do, right, which would be quote-unquote illegal, right, it's called due process, okay? You, okay, are innocent until proven guilty, but apparently in the public court of opinion, that doesn't matter, okay? You, you just gets thrown to the wayside. You are guilty as soon as it comes from somebody else's mouth that you did something, and that just totally pisses me off. All right, but we're going to walk down the, the timetable of events just in case you forgot about anything that happened or you're completely unaware of the subject. Okay, so it was the Cleveland Browns game. It was November uh, at Cleveland. Steelers are down 7-7. Seven, seven, uh, it's 21-7. They're down. They have the ball with like 15 seconds left, right? They go out for a pass. Uh, Rudolph throws the ball to... Um, Edmonds out of the backfield. Looks like he's, his knee might have been down, but he got, you know, tackled, right? Garrett tackles Rudolph to the ground, right? Rudolph doesn't like the way that he's laying on top of him, right? And apparently, words are exchanged. What those words are, we'll never know, okay? Because there's, again, I'll get to this in a minute. We don't know what was said in between the two of them, okay? Words are exchanged, all right? Matt Filer turns around like, whoa, this dude's on top of my quarterback. Throw the flag. Like, what's happening? All of a sudden, Miles Garrett gets up and grabs Rudolph by his face mask to lift him off the ground. Okay? Then 
the helmet comes off. There's trying a whole teams, you know, now the altercation is broke, like breaking out, right? The helmet obviously swings, hits him in the head. Obviously, that's an infamous picture by now. Idiots have gotten it tattooed on their bodies, okay? Then that's when the altercation goes out. Giant pushing and shoving match, right? Uh, Garrett's tackled to the ground. Marquis Pouncey comes in and starts beating the shit out of Garrett, right? Which he should. And then after he just, you know, literally committed battery on a, on a field, okay? And then, you know, everything's sorted out. Flags are thrown, yada, 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 right? The game ends because it's over. Because at this time, there's like four seconds left in the game, right? People go into the locker rooms, right? Obviously, the media is like, what the hell just happened? We got to get the scoop. We got to go in here and ask questions, okay? In the locker room, they interview both sides, okay? And Garrett apologizes, okay? This is, you can go look at this footage. It's real, okay? It's, it's a real thing. Garrett apologizes to Rudolph for his actions on the field. Said it was careless. Said what he did was reckless and stupid. Yada, 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 the whole nine, right? And pretty much, we know the suspensions are coming, right? The suspensions are looming for lots of people, right? The, the main two would be Garrett and Pouncey, right? Suspensions loom, whatever. It's the talk, you know, it's people are talking about the suspensions. People are talking about what happened, the altercation, yada, 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 right? We knew Garrett was going to appeal his suspension because he ultimately was looking at being suspended indefinitely. Well, he appeals the suspension, right? So does Pouncey. After the hearing, right, the appeal hearing, which is weeks later, by the way, he tells the story of why he went ballistic. So doesn't say it after the game, doesn't say it the day after the game, doesn't say it two days later. No, this is like a, a couple weeks later. He tells inside his appeal hearing that the reason that he went ballistic was because Mason Rudolph called him the N-word. And that instigated the fight, right? And here we are. That's where you're caught up now. It's what's happening. If you didn't know what's going on. So the NFL then investigates the claim, okay, that Mason Rudolph said the N-word. And any part of this, okay, if you watch the footage, okay, there is a referee right there, the back judge. There's a whole offensive line. There's defensive linemen right there, okay, and a whole bunch of people okay, heard nothing. The cameras didn't see anything. The conversation was not picked up on any type of microphone, right? Nobody heard it. Okay, so it's now it becomes just a he said, she said type of argument, right? It is Rudolph's word versus Miles Garrett's, Miles Garrett's word, right? So the NFL comes out and says, listen, we don't find any evidence here. There's no evidence. You're up, your full suspension is upheld, right? Then Mason Rudolph and his team of people from his, you know, from his agent and all the rest say, you know, uh, the basis of this claim is, you know, is absolutely false. Um, he never said that. He never said the N-word, yada, 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 right? So then it's talked about for a few weeks, and then honestly, it's forgotten about. Until earlier this week, NFL reinstates Miles Garrett, right? So he's fine. He served his suspension. He's back. He's fine, right? Going to play football again. Two days after that, Garrett sits down with ESPN's Mina Kimes to do an interview. Okay, and she takes it upon herself to poke the bear and spark this whole conversation again. She didn't even have to bring it up 
Okay, but she brought it up on her own accord. She went out of her way to bring it up. She said, walk me through what happened in November. Then he walks her all the way up to the point of which they tackle, right? And he's like, words are exchanged. And then she goes, hmm, what words? As she sits there holding her tea, waiting for the entire thing to just explode, right? Grabbing her popcorn because she set this whole thing up, right, to obviously get the media going. She 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 scripted this whole thing. I'm not saying that Garrett's claim is nonsense based on the interview. What I'm saying is my, uh, Mina Kimes completely and utterly just, just played the harp and just did exactly what she wanted to get the words to come out of Miles Garrett's mouth to spark this whole thing again, okay? In the interview... Okay, this is what, what I'm going to get into now. The interview, okay? Again, and this is what I want people to pay attention to. If you didn't watch the interview, which apparently a whole bunch of people didn't, they're just taking the words or the segments that they saw on television, watch the whole seven-minute interview. It's on YouTube for free. Watch it, okay? During the entire tra like the transgression of what, all, everything that happened, right? It's a matter of seconds, Okay, literally seconds. And I broke it down. I brought the film up on YouTube and I slowed it down to like 0.5 of its at normal speed. So I'm watching it like almost frame by frame, right? So I can get a slowed down version, right? And I'm comparing it to what Miles Garrett said in the interview. So Miles Garrett says, this is his words, not mine. I'm, I'm quoting directly from the interview. He says, he says some words... He says some words as we're going down. Okay, so that's, he's making a tackle, right? This is a quote from Miles Garrett during the interview. He says, he says some words as we're going down. So he tackled him and words were exchanged, right? Like he said in the beginning. And then she says, like I said, what words were exchanged? He called me a stupid N-word. Okay, that's, quote, what he says in the interview. And then, this is the important part. Inside this interview now, okay, he's touching his face a lot, all right? He's looking kind of like, you know, up and away at times. And then he says, I still tried to let it go and walk away. Then he came back and it reignited the situation. Okay, so th that's a direct quote from the Miles Garrett interview. He says that he tried to let it go, that he called him the N-word and he was like, it's all right, I'm just going to walk away, right? But then... Mason Rudolph came back at him again and got in his face. And then that's when the whole situation be became reignited. And that's when he hit him with the helmet. Well, that is a hundred percent, not even true to what went down because guess what? Miles cameras were there and that's not even how it went down. How it went down was exactly this in real time. Okay. This is a matter of seconds. Miles Garrett is on top of Mason, right? I, I guarantee you words are exchanged there. What was said, no one will ever know because there's no cameras, there's no evidence, nobody heard anything, right? It is obviously between the, uh, them and him, right? But he says, okay, right here, I still tried to let it go and walk away. Then he came back and reignited the situation. That never happened. Miles Garrett was on top of him, okay? And he wouldn't let him up. So Mason's pushing off. That's when Miles literally rips him up by his face mask. Okay, watch the footage. You can see. Rips him up by his face mask. And then the helmet is now coming off. 
And that's when Ga- uh, Mason comes back at him and it's like, what are you doing? And then that's when the whole thing happens in the helmet swing and everything. So obviously what Miles said right there isn't even true because he never walked away. He pulled Mason off the ground by his face mask. Okay, so he's lying inside his own interview, not even about what was said, but about the altercation, which was filmed. He's not even accurate on the on the entire thing that went down. He's trying to say he let it go and walked away and Mason came back at him. And that's how it happened. And that's 100 percent a blatant bullshit lie. He pulled Mason off the ground by his helmet. No one is disputing that words weren't said in between there. But the fact is, nobody knows what those words are. Okay, so let's follow the evidence chain again, shall we? After this, he's now lied in this interview about the altercation and how it happened, right? Talks about this whole N-word thing, and he says, I don't even use the N-word because I don't even like to use it, right? I don't even use it with an A, whatever, right? It's derogatory, blah, 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 right? Trying to paint himself as the saint and as this moral, you know, high ground figure, you know, virtue signaling for himself. And then he says, I don't want to make this thing about race, right? I don't want to make this a racial thing is the actual quote. <laughs> really? You don't want to make this a racial thing. You don't want to make this a racial thing, but yet you keep bringing it back after the NFL came out and said there's no evidence supporting your claim, right? The entire players were all pulled, right, on the sidelines, and they said nobody heard it, right? So so this is happening, right? Like, how? And then he says this is happening, this whole thing is happening when I was tackling so only he heard it and no one else heard it because I was the only one in the vicinity of him when this happened. And then he says also in the same interview that the NFL probably has video evidence or microphone evidence like tapes, but they're, they're hiding them because they don't want to, you know, you know, disrupt this whole process, right? They're, they're keeping the tapes hidden. Like it's some sort of giant conspiracy theory, right? Like, like there's another shooter on the grassy knoll or something like this is this is utterly ridiculous. It is utterly ridiculous and it's 100% all fabricated. The only thing we know is that there were words exchanged and that was it. But this entire story now is being fabricated based on trying to make himself and virtue signal for for trying to get out of a long suspension. Again, I don't know what was said. No one will know what is said. But in the United States, okay? And this should ring true in 100% in life, okay? If the, if the criminal justice system, okay, that we have implemented in society states that you are innocent until proven guilty, then you shouldn't, and by the way, you're not allowed to slander somebody's name and reputation based on what you say when there's no evidence supporting your claim. So now, right, they, he's doubled down on this whole racial slur thing, and on top of that now, Mike Tomlin has come out and issued a statement supporting Rudolph and saying he's never said that. I know Mason, right? That's not in his character. I've talked to people on the Browns uh, in, in, who have were there. I talked to them extensively. Nobody heard anything about a racial slur. Nobody told me about it after the game, right? We talked to the Browns. This is all a fabricated lie. He's basically saying that Miles Garrett is a liar, and I support Mason Rudolph. And the reason that's huge is because Tomlin being an African-American man would probably be upset if one of his white players used a racial slur. So the fact that he is backing his player shows you, again, 
and just reinstigating how much of a fabricated bullshit lie this whole thing is. And, and this is why I hate today's society. Because everybody wants to get upset, right? It's immediately, let's get upset and let's cancel somebody. That's the way it is. And, and you marks out there that honestly believe Garrett, okay? You're allowed to believe anything, but let's follow the chain of evidence, right? Logically, it doesn't make sense for you to believe him because there's no evidence. So if you believe Miles Garrett, that means that you are a full 100% living in a world where you completely are accepting the fact that anyone you know in life could walk up to you and basically look you right in the face and be like, you assaulted me. And you'd be like, no, I didn't. And he'd be like, yes, you did. And you'd be like, well, no, I didn't. And then you'd pull your friends around. And they'd be like, yeah, he didn't assault you. No, 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 he did. He assaulted me. He did. And then all of a sudden, a group of people are like, yeah, that guy definitely assaulted him. And all of a sudden, there's a whole group of people believing someone based on word of mouth and nothing else. Do you want to live in a society where anyone can walk up to you and accuse you of anything based on nothing but word? Like, if you're comfortable living in that society, then go right ahead. But that is completely and utterly idiotic to live in a society based on where you can just accuse someone of anything without any evidence and, and get away with it. Well, that's not going to work anymore because now that Miles Garrett decided to double down, Mason Rudolph and his agent have decided to sue uh, Miles Garrett and his you know team because uh, you know his agent and, and all that, right? On the basis of you know defamation, the basis of basically saying that he said something that isn't true and the defamation of character and slander on Mason Rudolph's name. Because there shouldn't be zero consequences for walking around making false accusations. And I don't understand why in today of all places, we're okay with that. Again, imagine, it doesn't matter if you're white, black, yellow, whoever. Imagine anybody coming up to you and accusing you of something you have never done, right? Based on just word of mouth. And I'm not saying anything that... I don't know if what happened in that scrum. Nobody knows what was said. But the fact is, the evidence given right now, it's his word versus his word, and all of a sudden it's let's take sides in battle, which is stupid because logically we should follow the evidence. And if you want to be stupid and not follow the evidence, that's on you for being a complete and utter idiot. But if you want to be logical and look at the evidence that I had just outlined for you, right? One, he lies inside his own interview, makes up something that never happened. I'm not even talking about the, the, the racial slur. He makes up something in the actual interview that never even happened and the cameras caught the entire thing. Okay, so there's one. So if I'm a lawyer and I'm using that statement, I'm going, okay, well, he made up something that video evidence shows isn't even true. So there's one, okay? So how can we trust his character based on the words that were said when there's no evidence supporting his claim? That's what I want to get down to. We live in a society, like I said, based on the rules of innocent until proven guilty, and that's one of the greatest things that we have going for us in this great nation is innocence until proven guilty. 
So the fact that there are people out there on Twitter, on social media, on ESPN, on on Outside the Lines, who this morning were basically 100% committing themselves to the fact that it wasn't even disputable that Mason had said it. They were basically saying he did say it. You can go watch that this morning too. They 100% openly were like, he called him a racial slur, and this is a bad look for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's what they said on national television this morning. Because ESPN, again, they set this whole thing up in their beginning. They're pushing an agenda, okay? That's what they do. They're ESPN. They've always done that. Not always, but recently. In, in the last 10 years, they've always been working their way to pushing agendas. So again, let's take a step back and we look at the evidence chain. We don't have any evidence that supports Miles Garrett's claim. The only claim he has is that he said it and he heard it and he's the only one who heard it, so it must be true which is you live in a society that ultimately implements those rules. That means I can walk around and accuse anybody of anything, and all I have to do is say, yeah, it's true because I heard it. And now all of a sudden, everyone should bow down to everyone who says mean things without any evidence because that's the way we live. We live in a world now where apparently you can make false accusations on something without any basis of evidence, and people will be okay with that. People will agree with you. People will be like, yeah, that's right. He did say that. With zero evidence other than the fact of nothing. The fact is there's no evidence at all. That's the facts. The facts of this case are no evidence. He said something, and the other guy says, no, I didn't say it. And all of a sudden, we have a divide. Now, half the country and all of ESPN agrees with Miles Garrett, and everybody else with a brain says, no, let's you know, walk through all of this and let's see everything. Listen, I'm not the one who wants to hide the tapes, okay? Somehow, Miles Garrett is believing that there are missing tapes and that the NFL's hiding the tapes. I said if there were tapes, I want to hear them. I want to hear everything on the field. I want all the evidence. And obviously, it shows that there is no base of evidence or there are no hidden tapes because if Mason Rudolph's lawyer goes out and sues Miles Garrett on defamation, everything would be everything that was evidence would be allowed to have you know be shared through discovery, right? Through each uh, each side of the lawyers, right? All evidence is shared by both parties, right? In 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 a court of law, and therefore, if there was any evidence, Miles Garrett's team of lawyers would be able to see all evidence that supports any claim, and so would Miles Garrett, and um, or so would Mason Rudolph, and now knowing that. Uh, Mason Rudolph's team of lawyers is now trying to open up legal suits against Miles Garrett on defamation. We must know that there must not be any more evidence to support his claim, or else why would he sue? Right? If he's going to sue and it's going to come out in the lawsuit that Ma that Mason Garrett uh, Mason Rudolph did in fact say what he said, then the lawsuit would be completely and utterly dumb from Mason Rudolph's side. But since he is now going to sue. There's going to be repercussions for Miles Garrett's actions. And there 100% should be. Because again, right, we're living in a society and it's dangerous that now we can just say anything and we can just make up claims and it must be true, right? And we've seen it through. And at no point am I, and am I on this rant, am I attesting to false claims of any nature, right? Right. Or bad claims, right? 
But, I mean, you've seen it. I, I, there's lots of stories about it. There's lots of stories about false rape accusations, right? And how that hurts pe a people's, you know, person's character, right? False sexual assault um, allegations. All these things where we automatically believe the person who's, who's the, believe the victim right out of the gate, right? Which is not true, okay? You're not supposed to do that. Okay, that's why in the court systems, it's innocent till proven guilty. And that is what makes this country more superior than anybody else. So if you're going to live like that by the letter of the law, then you can't just not you know, follow that exact same path in society when you're talking about issues like this. You have to be able to look around and take all the evidence in yourself and not be fed just one side of the story. Like If all you're doing is watching ESPN and that's where you're getting all your knowledge on this entire investigation you're in this entire incident, you're 100% wrong for doing that because they're biased and they're pushing an agenda. All you need to do is go watch Outside the Lines. All you need to do is go watch an interview. She legitimately asked the questions to force his hand in, in, in answering them the way she wants them to. She wanted him to bring up the N-word. She said, what did he call you? What words did he say? She wanted it to she wanted it to spark again, not only for ratings, but because this, then she could bring up this entire topic again and talk about it at nausea. At nauseam. Just it's ridiculous. Again, this entire thing is utterly ridiculous. And if you believe people based on zero evidence at all, you're an idiot. You shouldn't believe anybody. I don't believe Mason. But I sure as shit don't believe Miles Garrett. Why would I believe anything based on zero accusations? What I hope happens is my uh, is Mason Rudolph sues Miles Garrett for defamation, and th that that whole legal process is able to discover who's lying, right? Because some he's basically claiming you're slandering my name. I'm taking you to court and suing you, and then we'll know for a fact if the court says yeah, you're suing what you did. Is, is defamation and you're ruining his character and uh, and his name and now you owe him money or whatever the consequences may be, right? Or if I was if I was Mason Rudolph and I and I knew for a fact that I personally didn't say the words and I didn't say what Miles Garrett is accusing me of saying, and I battled him in court and I won, I part of my stipulations and what I would want back is him to publicly make a statement and say. I was wrong. I lied. Right? That's what I would want. Because money doesn't matter to me. Right? I'm an NFL player. I'm not, I'm not the best NFL player, right? I'm, I'm a second string quarterback, right? A second string mediocre quarterback, which is another thing which is crazy. That people believe that because just because that's the other crazy thing that I don't understand how people even think like this. But they think the NFL is covering, right, in this conspiracy theory, they're covering up for Mason Rudolph. Right, because of it's it's like a white black thing, which is utterly ridiculous. And the fact that one, why would they try to go to bat for a second string mediocre quarterback? It's it's utterly ridiculous to even bring that thought up, right? But I would want if I'm Mason and I win this lawsuit, I want him to publicly make a statement and say I lied, and I made this whole thing up, right? But it's almost it's almost I think to the point where it's become like Seinfeld, right? The episode of Seinfeld where George lies, right? And he tells Jerry, right? It's not a lie if you believe it, right? And I think that's honestly where we are right now. 
I think Miles Garrett believes it so bad that he's basically spoken it into existence in his own brain, right? It's not a lie if you believe it, and he believes that's what he heard. And, and, and it's crazy that we live in a society that's just willing to jump on the crazy train with no evidence. I'm not telling you that you have to go to bat for Mason Rudolph. I'm not telling you that you should believe everything that he's saying. But you sure shit shouldn't believe Miles Garrett without any evidence. I mean, seriously, people, what is happening? Utterly, utterly nonsense. Anyway, guys, it's going to do it for today's episode. Um, let me know what you guys think. Um, again, if you don't like it, then don't listen to it. But this is my show, and I do what I want. And I'm trying to educate the masses by telling you people to just follow the train of evidence. That's all I'm saying. Just look at the evidence. Anyway, thanks a lot for listening. Remember to share the podcast, friends, kid, family, uh, cousins, uncles, dogs, cats, whoever. Uh, go ahead and check out jagasports.com for some good Pittsburgh sports content. Um, they have a whole bunch of stuff up there. They have like more like uh, you know other other podcast stuff to check out as well. Please go ahead and look at that website uh, and please continue to share my podcast. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. I appreciate everybody sharing the podcast, and I will see you guys when I see you.